Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave. I hope you're having a wonderful, scorching hot Memorial Day week, post-Memorial Day, I guess. It's a shortened week for most if you're listening to us the same week or uh, internet time machine traveling. I don't know when you listen to your podcasts, if it's right when they come out or not, but uh, for whatever reason, you assume it is. Um, yes, uh, uh, and he, we here at Atomic Geekdom want to say thank you to all the troops who served, will serve, all of that. We appreciate everything you've done. Uh, not just the troops, but servicemen around the around the country, around the world, police officers, firefighters, EMTs, nurses, doctors, all of that. Uh, you guys do things uh, mostly unselfishly, so uh, you're better people than me. Let's just put it that way. Um, what was? Uh, hi, how are you all? Let's just turn this into a psychologist session. You are all being billed on the hour. Uh, no, let's not do that. All right, Kyle's joining me. Hi, Kyle. Hi. Hi, I'm here. I suck at improv. I gotta work I'm at, here. I gotta Hello, work on... I gotta I'm work... all um, itchy because of mosquitoes. Itchy. I gotta work on my monologue yes-anding. Eh, I mean... You can't, you can't do a yes-and with yourself. <laughs> yes, and of course you can. I mean, I'm sure... I'm sure Tobias Funke could. Mm. Well, he is a blowhard. <laughs> he does like to blow blew himself. I couldn't yes. say I couldn't say that right. You got to be him to say it the right way. Uh, Born like a beggar in the mouth. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Actually, we just called a sausage. Born like a sausage in the mouth. <laughs> you should just record yourself once. Just listen to yourself. <laughs> I don't hear it. <laughs> I don't hear it. <laughs> I, I, I love gold. <laughs> I, I love the original seasons. The new season yeah. was fine. I enjoyed it. I hate the remix. I'm not. I, I have not finished the remix season because uh, I've just been busy with everything else. Yeah. So I'm, but I, I I like the remix season, and I know you said something about adding in the digital characters. Oh. I love that they did that. I think that's hilarious. You know, you know that the main actors were were not happy with the remix idea because they didn't get paid correctly for doing uh, and adding deleted scenes and stuff. Real? I did not know that. Yeah, I was reading something about that. Like Jason Bateman and a couple others were upset. That is. Interesting. I mean, that's fair. It's valid. Yeah, it's it's very valid. They should be. They should be. But I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're also going to get paid for season five, of course. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. You know, I wonder. I always kind of wonder how the net Netflix contracts like are different than regular and, TV, and how they get like. Seeing that it's all based off views, like right. Netflix never really releases what their views are. Uh, I think go, there oh, is yeah. there is a site that shows you what gets watched a lot. Um, I'm pretty sure they do release that stuff. I, I'm not 100% sure. I don't keep track of that. Um, but I have read articles where they talk about that. So I, there's mm. got to be someplace that's 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 tracking it and posting about it and stuff like that. Yeah. Because I think I, I, 13 Reasons Why was like the second most watched thing on Netflix beside the, I think, the premiere of Rust Development. I could be wrong. Hmm. Something big. Oh, Daredevil Season 1. Uh, 13, season I, one I think it was still... 13. Thirteen reasons why. No, uh, the first half of Daredevil season two. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, something like that. Yeah, of like I, I'm pretty sure it was that was like the most watched, and then I think through the first season of Thirteen Reasons Why was second. Uh, again, a very important show. I love it. It's very good. Um, it's hard to say you love it because it's such a dark topic, but um, the actors and the storytelling is very well and very very well done and very honest to uh, real life culture, not just teen suicide and you know teen gun culture but also um 
rape culture. Uh, it's very, very realistic. So, I highly recommend that. But anyway, Arrested Development. Fun, funny stuff. Yeah, that's a downer. Yeah, <laughs> don't watch 13 Reasons Why also if you're suffering from these things. Don't watch it alone. Watch it with somebody you trust. Yeah. Um, it's a trigger show, so be careful. Um, but yeah, Arrested Development Season 5 comes out, or came out the 29th. Yeah, so it will tomorrow, well... Yesterday. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. Podcast. Time travel. Podcast time traveling. Um, yeah, so that'll be... Which uh, is weird, because they usually do like to do Friday. Thursday, uh, yeah, late, you know, Thursday going into Friday. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I thought it was last week, and then I'm like, no, the 29th is... I, I, I thought it was last week, too, when I said it, because I'm like, oh, yeah, it's the 25th, because it's Friday. Yeah. No. It just felt right, and nope, couldn't have been more wrong. Mm-hmm. That's what edit the edit button on Facebook is for. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that'll be coming out this week. I did finish watching the last couple episodes of Arrow on Netflix because the CW app is the worst, um, especially when it comes to ads. Yep. Oh, there'll be a time. Like I started watching Supergirl to get caught up on that the other day, and I use it through the YouTube uh, TV thing, and that's supposed to act like a DVR. I didn't realize that CW has a contract saying if you don't watch the DVR version version on youtube within 24 hours it reverts to the cw app no matter what you can't choose it so i'm watching an episode and not only do i get the five commercial break because it tells you how many commercials there are uh like one of five two of five and they're all the same commercials but it it, after the fifth commercial it restarted the commercials so i got 10 commercials all of them the same like at at that point i would just do something illegal and just be like screw it i'll just wait till all loads I uh, yeah, I just finished that episode, turned it off, and said I'll wait until next or until after the finale airs and watch it on Netflix. Yeah. So that's what so, I do with that and Flash. Yeah, so that's that's what I was gonna tell you when you didn't when you said you didn't, hadn't seen it, so I had to wait for Arrow. Mm-hmm. Was that there? I want them to do the Supermax uh, storyline. It seemed... with, with some with some uh, edits, of course, because they're not gonna have you're not gonna have the Joker or anything like that. Yeah. There. Uh, it seems very likely that's what it's going to be. I mean, it yeah. seems almost identical to what they were planning. Yeah, seeing that 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 thing won't happen. Plus, plus it works out with a lot of the guest stars coming back as you know people that are imprisoned. Yeah, which I was. I don't know I, how many of those I, are still alive. That's true. Plus, I mean, Leon Yu's not really anymore, so right. He doesn't have that prison, uh, even though. No one was really on that prison anymore because they all died. Or right, it was just Slade. Spoilers. Yeah, it was just it was Slade, Boomerang, and yeah, actually those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't too thrilled with the season of Angel, uh, Angel, <laughs> Arrow. I, I actually, did you watch Flash? Uh, uh, most of it. I haven't got to the end though. Okay, damn it. Um, I don't remember where I left off. I mean, I know what episode... If I look, I can find what episode I ended off with, but I don't know what was happening well, or anything. Well, me personally, Legends and Arrow finales over the Flash finale. I have... You know, I keep, I keep up with uh, Amelia, a friend of our sh- our show here. Amelia. Mm-hmm. Uh, she writes for... Uh, what is that site? Uh, boy, I am not promoting her work very well right now. My brain is stuffed up with allergies. Um... She writes reviews for pretty much every CW show for Birth Movies Death. And uh, weird. Oh, that's why it's my Google contacts. I'm like, I searched her, I Googled her, and her, like all her information came up. I'm like, what is going on? Why is her phone number <laughs> on there? I'm like, oh, because it's in my Google contacts. <laughs> I'm like, weird. Uh, anyway, it's funny when the person you know 
has Google Images. That's crazy. Anyway. That's crazy. Even though I think I, if I look myself up, I'm on Yeah, there. and it, all your Facebook stuff will most likely show up, which is also sad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she writes all that stuff, and I saw her headline for The Flash, and I'm like, oh boy, I can't wait to get to that finale. She did not... Uh, it didn't seem like she enjoyed the Flash finale, but she said she enjoyed the Arrow finale, I think. It was kind of like yeah. a return to form, I guess. I think so, yeah. It's, it's It was a lot hard. It was, I'd say harder, but it was meaner, I guess you could say, um, for Arrow. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the Flash, the Flash was just, okay, stuff happened. Yeah, I mean, through the whole episode, I kind of felt where they were going with Arrow. Like, okay, mm-hmm. he, he's he's going to jail. He turned himself in. I mean, that's that's it. You know, he's going to take the rap for everything. Yeah, which <clears throat> which was needed. Right, um, right. And something had to happen there. You couldn't just let him walk after he yeah. kind of outs himself. Yeah, and it's just it's just interesting to see that now that he doesn't have a secret identity, what's what's going to happen to Felicity and William? And right. everyone else. Everyone else who's pretty much perjured themselves and lying for him and, you know. Yeah, well, they all have immunity now, so. Does, does, uh, Dog Boy, uh, does he. Wild Dog? Yeah, does his daughter know this, know that he's Wild Dog? I think she does, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, it was, it was stated, uh, a couple episodes before, like, like when he got back out of the hospital, mm-hmm. um, it was stated that she knew. Okay. Um. Yeah, I figured it happened. It's hard to keep track season to season yeah um speaking of uh netflix stuff riverdale finally is on there so i'll probably catch up on season two of that i don't think it i mean i don't know how it's gonna be good as good as the first one the first one though what was funny is the first one really felt like they're trying to set a tone like 13 reasons why with the music like the the tone of the show we're we're in high school let's make it like 13 reasons why but it's kind of hard to say that because they're both in production at the exact same time so it's like how can they be stealing from each other? Right. Or one or the other. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, I'll be, I'm interested people that I know that I, that I respect their opinions enjoyed it. So maybe it's still good. And maybe I need to get back on that wagon. I still have yet to watch any of Rivendale. R- Rivendale. Rivendale. I know. <laughs> that's a different show. It's, it's yeah. Um, uh, so no, that's who cool. Knows, who knows about I'll ever watch. Yeah. That. It's, it's, it's hardly must watch. Um, I wouldn't even call it that. And I mean, I'm enjoying it because I like a lot of the actors, uh, more so the parents like Skeet Ulrich. I like a lot. And I mean, yeah, I saw that he was in there and I'm like, huh? Yeah. Haven't seen him since Jericho. <laughs> yeah. What's, uh, Marisol Nichols, I think is in it. I, I think that's her. She's from like 24. Uh, she plays what's her name? Mom, uh, Veronica's mom. Okay. Um, and then of course, Luke, Luke from a uh, Nile two and plays Archie's dad. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I'll get caught up on that. I did, I did finally finish Agents of Shield, and we did not spoiler alert anybody that didn't watch Arrow. <laughs> sorry, guys, really oh, sorry yeah. about that. Uh, that's that's a total our bad. Um, but I mean, it's out on it's out on Netflix now, and it's been. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really. I mean, the, the there wasn't. It's not really that big of a cliffhanger, to be honest. I mean, it. it I mean, we all. And that's the thing with the, these shows is like especially like like these uh, superhero shows is that you know it's just not going to be the mm-hmm. end. Right. It, it's going it, to, their story is going to continue. It's just 
how it's going to continue is which is which is kind of infuriating about the end of this one because that's another season that ends with him not you know giving up being arrow <laughs> it's like how many times are we going to do this at least this well, time it's just, it's, 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 it's just about the, it's just like batman trying to give up being batman yeah but it wasn't like i don't know it's not like in every movie he does that well no. i guess i guess he kind of does he kind of he did and he dark knight he wanted rises. dark knight he did in Dark Knight Rises. Right. Um, Batman Forever, he's trying to. Yep, he's trying to give it up for Chase Meridian. And then, I don't remember what. Batman no, and Robin, he's all in. It's not, <laughs> they're all yeah. in on that one. Um, all in, bat nipples and all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I finished Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so spoiler alert if you haven't finished that yet. Oh, damn that show. Um, But they gave themselves an out, so it's tough. Like, they did, and it's like... What we're talking about is them killing Fitz. Um, Fitz, but, Fitz but it's is, not going to be the same Fitz. Well, it is, but it isn't. It's just past Fitz. He didn't. Ex- so basically, all it is is Fitz didn't experience this last year. Right, and that—that's what sucks. Because she's right, now because married. he kind of had she's a. Now married to someone who's dead, technically. She's. And, oh yeah, right, right. It's going to be an, an adjustment. Uh, I would have to imagine she can't just. Make but it feel like it's him, right? For, for and I'm a, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that it's like, oh yeah, yeah, we got married. And he's like, okay. For a sec, uh, for like a like a hot second, I'm like, when they said we'll find him, he's out there. I'm like, did they not tell them he died? Like, what is this? And they're yeah, like, oh yeah, there's another one. That's right. He's frozen. Um. Yeah. You know what? The last few episodes, I got real tired of Mac, and I got real tired of Daisy being on their high horses. <laughs> like, I got real tired of Mac and Yo Yo. Yeah, that too. But, oh, like I mean, with thir- with with thirteen episodes coming for season six next year, right? I think that will. Well, it should tighten things up. End. Yeah, yeah, it should be should tighten the story up pretty well. Um, and yeah, and they didn't. They the last like three or four episodes were all contained into one day. So yeah, they they kept making because they they didn't know. In production, that uh, Infinity War got moved up a week until it was almost too late. So they couldn't do what they wanted to do originally. So the timing was thrown off. Mm-hmm. So, But you kept hearing things of what's going on in New York and all these things. And Thanos was name-dropped a bunch of times. Um, and his aliens. Uh, that kind of thing. So there was name-dropped, but they never... Nobody turns to Ash. Um, and they said... Yeah, they, stuff happens in Chicago, which yeah. wasn't... Which no one said anything about Chicago in Infinity War. Well, yeah, they're pretty busy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was a pretty big occurrence in Chicago. Um, and then I guess what's his name just kind of disappeared, right? Or did they show him disappear? Their, their grandkid? Gavitron? No, their grandkid. Uh... No, they. Yeah, he just. He just poofed. Like, they didn't show him go poof. He Did they talk about it? Uh, just Gemma. Uh,. I don't think they did. Deke said, like, you know... Because he gave once, a big speech to, to the, Daisy. Like, yeah, saying, like, once you know, once this is all said and done, I I may... Mm-hmm. I may just poof out of existence. And... See, now, this is where time travel is weird. Because right. Because Fitz is still alive, technically. So Deke should still be alive. Uh, well, unless because of his death and, and that being different, it's a different time. Well, she even said it's different. Yeah. Everything's different. The, the little prophecy girl. 
Yeah, Robin. Yeah. Which they gotta they gotta get rid of that MacGuffin. <laughs> we can't we can't have that. You can't just keep predicting the future. I hate shows that have a person that do, does that. It's just it's an easy way out of things. Yeah, that's what they did with uh, Civil War Two with Ulysses and everything. Right. You know, yeah. I got I got Marvel Unlimited for two months because I pre-ordered uh, Black Panther through Best Buy, so <laughs> oh. I, I need to start reading that. Get into that, man. If you've never read Age of Apocalypse, I can give you the. Oh, re- I've read Age of Apocalypse. Okay. I, I had I I had I had them all in trade paperback, but what about it's, Whedon's Astonishing X Men run? That's a good I run. I have not. Yeah, check that out. That's a good run. Yeah, I just got to. DC just needs to bring out the, bring out an app. Uh, don't don't start sounding like Matt from Two Broke Geeks. He complains about that like once a he, once a week. <laughs> that that's something that I can agree with him on. Sure, that's something I would like. I would spend the money on. Yeah, yeah. And just like buy like just read all the back issues. It's but I funny. Want all the I feel issues. like I feel like Matt would get it and then complain about how old comics were dumb, like he did this week with the Superman eating a bunch of burgers. Oh, panel that he posted. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um. So yeah, Agents of Shield. Uh, Rest development. We talked about that. Uh, I gotta watch those other DC shows. I have not even started Westworld yet because I have to renew my HBO thing, and I'm waiting more towards closer to when Game of Thrones is coming out. So basically next year. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm sure I can find somebody's HBO account I can borrow. Um, let's see. Uh, so we're not gonna talk about the movie yet, but it's in the plans. So this will tell you my excitement for Solo. I I have almost every pop <laughs> from the movie. Uh, okay, so speaking about pops, I know we'll we'll segue a little bit. Or, yeah, <clears throat> they're making they're making gargoyle pops. <laughs> yeah, I saw you and Jenny mark out about uh, that on Facebook. <laughs> Target has like the the stone uh, variants of them, the exclusives. Mm-hmm. I need to find those. <laughs> That's gonna be tough. Targets are hard to find those exclusives. You got to order them online. Yeah, one like the day they release, like the Malcolm one I got. Um, you just gotta click, click and refresh at like two a.m. <laughs> it's, it's like the only way to do it. And I know they're doing a hot topic version for why I can't I think of her name. Uh, oh, excuse me, Demona. Yeah, I don't. You're on your own on this. I don't know any. Oh, okay. Gargoyle stuff. I never. I was. That was. I was too old. Oh, this was. Yeah, this was like with the cast. Like almost everyone like from Star Trek Next Generation was voicing someone in that show. Yeah, we talked to the creator, Weissman, uh, a while while ago when we were trying to get Young Justice Season 3. That's right. And then it happened, so you're welcome, world. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so Pops, I got... I mean, early on I got the Chewbacca one where he's got the goggles and the, the Target exclusive Solo one where he's got the goggles, but then I went and got... Kira, and I've got the Hot Topic exclusive Lando pimp outfit one, and uh, the regular Lando. What is this one? That's oh, that's a uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, uh, I you know. Uh, oh, and L three had to get L three. Uh, I did like L. Uh, I guess I did like her. Yeah, she's uh, she's very much an activist <laughs> for her droids right yeah. droid rights. <laughs> um, and then I also picked up the Lando Black series version because because he's awesome. Black series? Oh, the the black. Oh, the, the black six series. inch black they, series. Yeah, I can only find Han, but I, I couldn't pull the plug on that one. Amazon. I had to pay like five bucks more than it usually costs, yeah. which I don't like. But I also started stocking up on X Men pops. I got Sabretooth, Storm with the Mohawk, and Psylocke. Very nice. Very I very. Nice. I don't want any Wolverine ones. They have some older ones. I want to get the Kitty Pride one because she comes with the little dragon guy. 
but I'm gonna have to pay a little extra because those are all old. Anyway, I'm just basically trying to fill time here by looking around the room at things that are new. <laughs> um, I don't have anything new because I'm poor. Um, I don't know. That'll happen. Yeah, it's I guess other than movie wise, it's Black Panther, Saving Private Ryan. What else did I upgrade to 4K? Oh, Jurassic Park. Hmm. Oh, I have a story about Jurassic Park. So I'm, I've am i been doing, like, just getting everything over to digital for one day whenever I feel like it. Okay. And, um, like, my digital code for Jurassic Park 3 and Jurassic Park did not upgrade my standard def to ultra-high definition. Right. So I had to email Voodoo, and these guys are freaking awesome. They upgraded. Uh, they upgraded uh, Jurassic Park three and Jurassic Park, and it was it was phenomenal. I mean, props <clears throat> to the props to the customer service department on Voodoo. Cool. So yeah, that's that. And but there's just something about the 4K transfer for uh, Jurassic Park. It makes it it makes it look aged now. Like like the CG pixeled. Uh, I could just I could just tell like how like with 4K how bad the CG is. Hmm. That's weird. It is, but I, I I still love the I still love the movies, and I I I skipped Jurassic Park three last night, went straight into Jurassic World because I wanted to torture myself. There's not a true um, fan. Yeah, well, you didn't want to torture yourself, is what you're saying. Yeah, it it it's sad when Jurassic Park three, which is the worst one that people have said, have has more practical dinosaur effects than Jurassic World. It's well, sad. It's also the return of Ellie and Alan and it's like why couldn't this have been good? Yeah. Nah. Yeah, well, we'll never get the true Jurassic Park 3 even though Yeah. I'm just glad we didn't get the planned hybrid. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that was not looking good. Anyway, all right. So, I our... think we I think we I think we talked long enough. Yeah. Uh, the remainder of the show is going to be a lot of spoilers and theorizing about the future of Star Wars anthology movies, I guess, is where we go from here. Because before we jump into our solo reviews, um, they did announce that Friday, I think, that uh, James Mangold, the writer, director, I think he's a writer, uh, of Logan and The Wolverine, which was not good. Sorry, guys. Uh, he did make a bad movie. Um, is going to be making the Boba Fett standalone flick. So there you go. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. He directed, uh, directed, he directed the Wolverine and he wrote and directed Logan and he's going to write and direct mm -hmm. the Boba Fett film. And he's also going to write the untitled X 23 film, uh, rumored. Not rumored X-23? Yeah. <clears throat> the rumored X-23 film, which may or may not end up happening. Who knows? Now that the uh, Marvel Studios, or the Disney Fox thing is probably not going to happen. Yeah, that, that whole thing is weird. Yeah. Um, and the company that may end up winning it sucks. So, that sucks. Uh, I already forgot the name of it, but it's one of those cable companies that I hate. Comcast. Is it Comcast? Yeah, they want to do a cash bid. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to pay cash. Yep, that's right. Disney's not going to bother. Oh, that's fine. I don't 
I don't need Wolverine in my Avengers movies. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yes, Boba Fett film is coming soon, again, by James Mangold. So if you're a fan of his, that's exciting. Uh, I mean, I think... I mean, he did Identity, and I like Identity. He directed it. Uh, but he also did Kate and Leopold. He also did <laughs> Walk the Line, which I guess is okay. Uh, and then he also did Night and Day, which was awful. Night and Day. That's What's Cameron, that one about? Cameron Diaz and Tom Cruise. Oh. Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, we'll see. I mean, he's, he's decent. He's got a vision. That's for sure. Um, and it's usually a pretty good looking vision. So, I mean, I'll say that the Wolverine looked cool. Um, the story, he didn't write it. So the story wasn't good, but the Wolverine looked cool at least. I liked, I liked the Wolverine movie. I mean, it was better than Origins. Anything's better than Origins. Right. And Logan, Logan was good. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, so Boba Fett, and they've also made some more rumblings about Obi-Wan's movie. Uh, again, still not confirmed yet, but they're, I guess, leaning more towards it. Uh, which makes sense to me. Uh, especially after this Solo movie and the bombshell that got released. Yeah. Uh, at the very end. So, okay, Solo, Star Wars story. We're gonna talk about it now. If you haven't seen it yet, you might not want to listen until you do. So, we'll cut it off here if you haven't listened, um, or haven't watched yet and then come back and check out the rest of this episode because uh of the atomic Kingdom family that could join us kyle and i are the only ones that have seen it uh, i've actually seen it twice already uh jenny has seen it twice but she couldn't join us she's busy um and none of the rest of those guys have seen it yet uh which is sad um but that's okay uh the internet is still hating on it uh reviews are saying it's boring um Internet fans are saying it's the dumbest thing ever. It's just a cash grab for Disney, which is funny because I watched the Star Wars toy episode of uh, the toys we love or the toys that made us on Netflix, uh, and it's more obvious to me than ever that the prequels were only made so George Lucas could make back the money he lost from the original Star Wars toys. Is the only reason they made the prequels. So you want to talk about cash grabs? Your your beloved George Lucas only made those movies to make toys. Yeah. So, I Which mean, sucks because I bought a lot of those figures. So did I with that stupid little communicator thing that came with all of them. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. I just, I'm looking at Wikipedia. Wi- yeah. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia about <clears throat> Solo and I'm, and my, my, I was right about the one character. Uh, that will, oh, oh, I was right about that one too. Holy crap. Wow, what is, what is happening here? You saw the movie, right? <laughs> I did, I did, but I, but I didn't, I didn't, I did not look into anything, like cast wise or review wise, for this movie. So, looking at like who, like for that that secret cameo, uh huh. I'm looking into it and I'm like, oh, I wonder who. Oh, okay. Who portrayed him? Yeah, and, I, f- I figured the voice was going to be who I thought the voice would be. Yeah, um, but right. it's, it's yeah. We'll get into it here. Uh, okay, so Solo came out, and people are pissed because they wanted a story that we hadn't heard about, and with characters that had stakes. You know, we you know new characters like Rogue One. We're although we know the end of the story, we don't know the story. Um, and we, you know, while those characters were likely going to die no matter what, the original story was they would live. But Disney said, "No, you can write that story. They can die, and they all died. <laughs> so uh, that's what made Rogue One kind of exciting." Um, I think that ending of that movie is still one of the best endings to a movie. Yeah. Uh, very, very cool pacing, the way they finished that movie off. But 
and it leads right into A New Hope, which is very cool. Um, but Solo takes place many years before A New Hope. Many years. Um, I don't know how far away from Revenge of the Sith it is, but the movie itself, I mean, there's not a whole lot of Empire in this movie, which is great. Um, there's no Jedi in this movie. Also great. Very much a human-based, street-level type movie. Although there are aliens, and it's a practical aliens, which is cool. Like mm-hmm. the, the singer in a glass jar. <laughs> um, that's that's a funny scene. Return of the Jedi feel. <laughs> or special edition Return of the Jedi feel. That <laughs> right. One. Right. Well, it was he was practical, wasn't he? He wasn't CGI. No, no. The the one from Return of the Jedi was CG. But, right, right. But I mean, this one it it gave me that feel of Return I gotcha. of the Jedi. At least it wasn't like remixed special edition where it was like all like a three minute scene that was just completely unnecessary. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but this movie solo. Before we get into the actual review of it, I wanted to do this. Um. This movie then combined with watching that Star Wars toy episode. Uh, made me remember why I love Star Wars so much. Because um, this movie, to me, when it was all said and done, felt like a brand new adventure with old friends. Like Han and Chewie. I, that's, mm-hmm. They were the two things I loved most about Star Wars when I watched it as a child. Han Solo, for sure, was the coolest. Uh, all he needed was a blaster. He had the best ship in the world, even though they, everyone called it a hunk of junk. Um, but... Uh, just something about those two being rogues and just just being what seemed like normal people in these huge situations and the unlikely hero solo comes back and saves the day otherwise that death star doesn't get blowed up yeah um but yeah so i i I was just just reminiscing about why i love star wars and why i hated the prequels and uh, but my, I remember my excitement for the prequels because I had never seen a Star Wars movie in the theater until the special editions came out, and I remember being excited for that. And I remember justifying all the all the additions they made and the changes they made. I'm like, oh look, it, it's Jabba. He's in the first movie now, and you know him, the worst edit ever of him jumping over the tail or stepping on it. <laughs> Just I remember making all of these justifications for it because I loved it so much and I was finally getting to see it in the theater for free, by the way, because I had a press pass from being on the high school newspaper. <laughs> yeah, I'm reviewing these movies. I need to see it six times. Um, no. Uh, but yeah, I remember being excited. And then the prequels came out. Phantom Menace came out, I think, when I was a senior. Um, and the hype around that just because of... Um, I mean, the, the the score was on TRL, you know? Like, that's that's how hyped it was. The mm-hmm. the Battle of the Fates or whatever. Duel of the Fates. Duel of the Fates. Uh, yeah, 99 it came out. So it was like... <laughs> it's like, it was on TRL. That's how hyped it was, as uh, as the kids say, hype. Um, yeah, it came out right before I graduated. So, yeah, I mean, it was a big deal. And then I saw it, and I'm like, this sucks. Like, this is bad. Like, how, how? It's got Ewan McGregor and Liam Neeson and Natalie Portman. How is this a bad movie? And it just got, it just continued to get worse. I mean, I, I, I of the three, I like Sith best, but uh, it's not saying much because they're the last three on my list of top ten, of, of top, of, of ranking in the Star Wars movies. Um, I don't know, you know, and some people love them more than the new ones because they think the new ones are like fan fiction because Lucas isn't involved, but... <laughs> The prequels were just a cash grab. I mean, it's garbage. It's hot garbage. Well, I mean, I I like Revenge of the Sith the most. Uh, Attack of the Clones the least out of the prequels. So it's like yeah. three, one, two. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, I was definitely there for all the toys and everything, even the Lego sets. Mm-hmm. Um, I still got, I still, yeah, I still have all my I don't Star have, Wars. I have none of, I mean, I was a senior in high school, so my money was going towards, at that time, you know, man, I had a job and all my money was going towards going out, like hanging out with friends and buying my own clothes finally, you know? Like my yeah. parents always picked out my clothes, so now I'm buying my own clothes with my big Hardee's paycheck. Uh, <laughs> and going out to movies and all these things, you know. Uh, so I wasn't buying toys anymore, and that's when I stopped buying comic books. And you know, girls were were the the thing. Um, I mean, I was spending money going to see movies and stuff like that, but like I wasn't buying toys anymore, which was sad because uh, my brother at the time was old enough to get excited about it, and I should have been getting him more excited about these things with the toys. He was getting the toys though, so mm-hmm. that's they were in our house. Um, so I, that's why I would see that stupid little communicator thing that they had on their wrists. Ugh. Yeah. The, the, the Jedi communicator. Yeah. For, for like episode one. Yep. And yeah. it could uh, have lines from the movie. Yeah. yeah you put them on, thing. like you put them on it or something like that. You stand on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was, it was like having a, uh, a stand for the character. Right. Right. But that's cool. It used to have some years. I know Jenny's fiance Patrick. You've heard him on this program several times, and he does a lot of yeah, our, they, our video yeah, editing. They, they still have toys. Yeah, he's got all his old toys when he was a kid, and uh, it's crazy. I'm super jealous. Like he's got all that stuff. Um, I'll have to ask him if he has anything he would like to donate to my office. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah. All right, that's enough of that. Uh, I mean, so. I do want to real quickly. Where did it start for you? Because I'll say when it started for me, my love of Star Wars. When I was I was born in '81, so I'm gonna date myself now. I have to to talk about this. So I missed Empire and I missed A New Hope. But I was born in my lifetime. A movie came out, Return of the Jedi. So Return of the Jedi was the one I've seen the most uh, when I was younger because we had a HBO recorded copy on VHS. I'd always see that little HBO intro. Um, and then I would watch Return of the Jedi. They just throw it on all the time. You know, parents just throw on a movie to, you know, for the, for the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, 83 Jedi came out, Empire came out in 80. So yeah, I was two years old, but granted, again, that's still the closest to when I came out. So it also was more kid friendly than Empire for sure. Uh, with the Ewoks. So, so I don't hate the Ewoks as much as a lot of people do, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then I, you know, and then of course I go back and I watch all of them and then I became obsessed as a kid. I needed all the toys and I didn't get all the toys. Trust me. I did not. I had a lot of DC toys back then. Um, but I, did, I had some Star Wars, a lot of GI Joes, but, um, not, not as much Star Wars as I would have liked. And of course you always want the Millennium Falcon. Couldn't get that because I think it was ginormous. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> so Jedi stayed with me for a very long time and, um, you know, I just was just a just a huge geek about it. I was reading books in middle school and uh, sixth grade, and like I was trying to get as much as I could. And when I found out that they made books that continued the story, I just I got them all. Like I went to the library, I'm like checking out all these books, and they're like, "You can only check out this many." I'm like, "Screw you! I'm taking them all." <laughs> <laughs> and like I just read them all. Like that's that's also when I started my love of reading because like uh, they continued the story, and it was so good. The Thrawn trilogy felt so good at that time because it was the story, you know. Um, right, it was a story right after. Yeah, these characters were still alive, and you know. But uh, what about you? Where did it start for you? Um, I remember seeing *Empire Strikes Back* and *Return of the Jedi* from a VHS that my parents recorded when it was like the actual sci-fi channel. Oh, with the globe <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
Yeah, when when Mystery Science Theater three thousand was on it. And, yeah, and I yeah. think Carrie Fisher did like like a little intro or something. Like yeah, a, like every time during like commercials. commercials. Yeah, like interstitial. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but when uh, the special editions came out, I never got to go see them in theaters. Oh, so I was. That's a bummer. It, it was, uh, but I got them. Got them on VHS. I still have them to this day. You didn't see Jurassic uh, Park in theaters either, did you? Uh, ninety three, no. Mm. I saw the I saw Jurassic Park three D. So technically, I did. yeah, that came out like what, like three years ago, four years ago. Uh, yeah, so it was for like the twentieth anniversary. Yeah, so five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I saw I got I got this edition on VHS, um, and then when Phantom Menace came out, saw that in theaters along with Attack of the Clones and. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Dude, I went. I was on a road trip across the country when Attack of the Clones came out, and I waited in line in like New Orleans or Louisiana. Oh, so, heat! So pissed. But I did, and I did also go see when when uh, they re-released them in 3D, Episode One, because I'm like, oh yeah, I'd I'd, I'd want to see the the pod racing in 3D. That'd I don't cool. remember that, but okay. Yeah, they. It was before the whole Disney buyout, so mm-hmm. so they were they were planning on doing two and three as well, and then they scrapped those plans. Okay, so I'm like that that's cool that's fine. I got to go see Phantom Menace again in theaters. <laughs> right, right. Um, but then yeah, see, I uh, I mean I stood in line for Force Awakens. I was mm-hmm. one of the first people there. You were there. I was gonna say um, you did that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't go see the first showing. Oh, no, you didn't do the Neptune Comics one. No. That's right. You were the other night. Yeah, that's right. I, it was the same night. It was just at a 10 o'clock showing. Was it the same night? It was the same night, yep. Oh, that's right, because I saw you outside the theater. It, that's right. Because that was yep. the first time you and I met yep. face-to-face. Yeah. Because they did an early showing just for the Neptune Comics and then the regular showing. Yep. Started after that. Yep, you're right. You're right. Yep. And then saw that. <laughs> saw that twice. Saw Rogue One twice and... Last Jedi twice, and I've seen Solo once. Yeah, I'm so. going. I mean, I'm by the time this releases, I will have seen Solo three times with uh, my movie pass still going to be a fourth. Um, but yeah, uh, I've seen. I saw Last Jedi three times, and Rogue One twice, in theater. Uh, Force Awakens, I think I saw. Ended up seeing three times. But yeah, I mean, but that was the thing when Star Wars came out. It wasn't. Did you see Star Wars? It was always how many times. Yeah. When that first came out, people, that's how they spoke. Um, so Solo was announced uh, when they first started announcing anthology movies. I think it was announced even before the Rogue One thing was announced. Because they announced Solo, they talked about a Boba Fett one, they talked about a Yoda one. Um, thank God the Yoda one did happen. I don't need that one. <laughs> um, there's a, I mean, so Rogue One, Solo, there's still a third one that'll be announced um, the third one is the Boba Fett one, which is supposed to be released in 2020. So you'll get episode nine and then you'll get Boba Fett, which, yeah, I'm into that. Mm-hmm. And then they have plans for, um, the Obi-Wan one, which, uh, I don't, I don't know how many times you McGregor can say he wants to do this movie. Just let it be <laughs> Obi-Wan. But, yeah. Get it. <laughs> Um, they, they've talked about Donald Glover doing a Lando movie, and Donald Glover said he imagines it would be like a Catch Me If You Can in Space. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. 
after seeing this this one. Um, I don't I don't want a job in the Hut movie. <laughs> I no. Uh, no what God, I, no. If I could, if like if they asked me and they said whatever movie you say will be made, uh, we'll make it. You know, just tell us what you want to see. I, I, my first name is Ahsoka Tano. I, I want a, a Ahsoka Tano movie. That's who I thought like the secret cameo was because I, I dude I, saw, I would not I have been saw, able to I would have not been able to keep that secret if that was the case I would have I would have told you to keep that secret because oh. I saw because I saw like a little excerpt on a website it's like uh, spoiler uh, connects between Star Wars Clone Wars Rebels. and Rebels and I'm like <laughs> it could be it that's could be harsh a bunch of characters that's harsh what a what a headline <laughs> and I'm like I'm staying away from this until I until I watch the movie yeah. Oh, that's a mean headline. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, oh, Rosario Dawson wants to play Ahsoka Tano, and like, oh, I want it, I want it to happen. Oh, even Ashley Eckstein, the the voice, she could do it. I feel like I don't know how much like physical acting she's done, but she's she's a, she's a cute little lady, and uh, I don't know if she could do it. But Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano, yes, all day long, give it to me. Yeah. Um, and with this cameo, that that's how it could happen. I'm saying. Uh, we'll talk about it, but uh, let's talk about it now, actually. So Solo, uh, again, <laughs> as I was starting to say, um, was it's between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, and well, actually, I guess, between Revenge of the Sith and Rogue One now, we could say. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes place well before Rogue One. Uh, the Empire is very much there and in charge. Um, we're, we're on Corellia, we're Luke, we're Luke, we're Han and Kira, his, uh, I guess, lady friend, his girlfriend, played by Amelia Clark. Uh, that's where they were born. And you learn Corellia is a ship-building planet. Um, and Solo's dad uh, worked on building ships, including one uh, Corellian... What, are they, what is the Falcon? YT-1300. Thank you. I knew you'd know that. Um, uh, so he's very... That's why he's so fond of that ship. Um, even though he's not fond of his father, clearly. Uh, he has some problems with he wasn't close to his dad as he tells Lando. That's a nice moment between him and Lando. Yeah. It um, is. <laughs> every moment with Lando and Solo was my favorite. Uh, I loved them. They were great. Uh, you get you get to find out why La- why Lando can't say Han and says Han. That that I, I enjoyed that part. <laughs> it's because he because he, co- like- he couldn't pronounce Sabak right, and so you know the joke was he turned it around and says Han instead of Han. And then he just keeps doing it because he sees how much it bothers Han. <laughs> it's so You've good. Got to save Han. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Donald Glover. You don't see him first when Lando speaks in the movie. When he starts speaking, I'm like, they had Billy D dubbing his voice. What is this? Like it sounds like him. And then then he pan over and it's Donald Glover. He's so good as Lando. Like he has the Billy D. Williams cadence down perfectly. He 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 did in the beginning. Yeah, he does lose but it. He does lose he, it. He loses it, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is I could this is a fault fault of of uh, Donald Glover, not of the movie, but right? Donald Glover. And it and it didn't bother me though. It didn't take me out of the movie. Just like when you know Aaron Aldenrich, um, or Alden Aaronrich. That's what, <laughs> Aaron Reich or Aaron Reich, Rich. I think it's Aaron Rich. I, it's Alden Aaronrich. Eric, okay. Um, there's moments. There's very, very there's a few of them, but there are very few moments. They're they're there where you're like, that's the Harrison Ford thing that he just did. Mm-hmm. But then otherwise, other times you're like, wow, just he feels more like Captain Kirk than he does Solo. He looks a lot like Captain Kirk to me. I don't know why. Um, Is it the hair? I'm, it's probably the hair. It's probably the hair. 
Because um, he does have a Chris hair, Pine I... face too, though. Yeah, I definitely got the hair. Like, okay, that's that's like a Harrison Harrison Ford type hair, like back back then, seventy seven. Right, right. Um, but the demeanor or the like his characterization, it, mm-hmm. it was a little bit of Kirk and a little indie, a little indie yeah. in there. Um, and it didn't bother me. Like I could feel it, but it, again, it's not a moment that took me out like BVS did when Batman was not Batman. You know. Like, right. where it really pulled me out of the fun of the movie. That never happened to me in this movie. I don't know about you. No, it nothing really pulled me out except for... I mean, it, it pulled me out a little bit, and then, I mean, I just went right back in, which is sure. the Donald Glover not keeping the the whole, like, kind of Billy D-esque. Yeah, he has it again in the, in, the, in, the, in the closing scene. It's back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's harder to do when it's less just you know, acting off each other. And when it's fresh in your mind, I'm sure there's so much going on that he kind of loses that accent or that, that cadence. Cause there's so much to do. Um, you know, it happened to Holly Berry with storm. Yeah. Right. F- famously <laughs> for geeks. Um, but okay. So we talked about Lando. We talked a bit about solo, uh, and Aaron uh, Alden. I'm going to keep doing were it. You, were <laughs> you okay with how he got his last name? It was weird. I, it didn't. I, I feel like it didn't need to happen that way. Um, I, I, I it didn't bother me, but it was just. I'm just glad they didn't cut to him making some kind of reaction to it. You know, like yeah. like a smirk. There was enough fan like. Uh, there was enough Easter eggs in this film. Not Easter eggs, sure. but like pandering to fans. Like this is his beloved blaster. Look at it. You know. Okay. So so speaking of that, the dice. Yeah, much bigger role in this film, as it should have been. As it should have been. Yeah, the whole because... thing, the the whole thing with it in Last Jedi felt like they did that because they knew they were going to do this movie. Yes, I think so too. I don't remember ever seeing him in the, the original movies as much as I did in the Last Jedi. I don't either, but until I saw like a still, yeah, from A New Hope, seeing the dice there, it's like, oh, okay, they've been there the whole time. Right. Cool. But it's it wasn't. It wasn't a big deal until Last Jedi. Right and now, this and and now you see. I think the studio. This probably is not a Kasdan idea or even a Ron Howard or um, uh, Lord and Miller idea. Like the studio was like, you need to have these dice in the Last Jedi. I feel. I feel like, like that. That was their call. Yeah. Like maybe Kathleen Kennedy or somebody. Uh, which I didn't need it in Last Jedi. I didn't need it in this movie, but it made more sense in this movie. Um, as like a through line between Kira and Solo. Yeah, it made sense with those characters. Didn't make sense in Last Jedi. But that's Last Jedi. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we talked about those two characters. We could talk a little bit too about Chewbacca. I thought Chewbacca was great. You can't You can't speak <laughs> You can't really go wrong with Chewbacca, so that's fine. They got a new guy to play him and he's younger and that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. He seems like a cool cool kid. Um I was watching some interviews that he did. Um, the, the he's, first, he's from the Netherlands, isn't he? Uh, no. Um, shoot. I just, right here. I'll look it up. Uh, he's from Finland. Finland. Yeah, oh, okay. But he went to school and he went to Penn state. He was a basketball. He was a, he was a former basketball player. Yep. I think you'd have to, he said he's, what did he say? He's seven. He's almost seven feet. He says he's six eleven. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. He's, he's six foot 11. Yeah. Uh, he did one of those uh, internet things uh, that, like, I think Esquire magazine does with the cast. Like, Woody Harrelson is, and then fills in the blank, like, Google searches. 
and he did one with Amelia Clark. Um, anyway, so Chewbacca meeting Solo, fun scene. Um, yeah, I thought that was pretty great. And then you find out how you know Han knows uh, the Wookiee language. Yes, uh, I, I speak a little. <laughs> and they yeah. finally had subtitles. It was so good. I know. And it was just for him though, which made it even better. <laughs> you, you'll never know what Chewbacca says. I love that. Um, and then just Han's Han stuff was was fantastic. Uh, play pretend or something. Fight, pretend fight or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a great scene, and I didn't really get the feel that any of those moments were the actual life debt moments. Did you? I. I would think the life debt would be maybe more Kessel. Uh, and even on Kessel, he didn't save him. He let him go do his thing. That was really it. Yeah, I, I think the whole saving of like him getting out of that prison was the the life debt. Right. It's it never really wasn't. It, it's never brought up. Like Chewie doesn't no. say we have a life debt. Which, I'm staying with which you. Which is okay. Yeah. Which is okay. It doesn't have to be brought up. Saying like, okay, this is a a through line. It could be. It could just be left unsaid and have. People right. And I don't think, think it's actually. Set. It's not actually said in the prequels either. Or no. in the original trilogy. No, but I did I did like how they're like, oh yeah, like Kashyyyk is a prison planet now. And yep. I'm like, that's that's great. That's stuff from the expanding universe yeah. that they're putting into right. these movies, which I'm still butthurt about. Like they started with Thrawn and yeah. 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 I'm, I'm still hurt that they just went away <laughs> with you. But that's... All right. All but right. A, friend, a friend told me, he's like, those stories are always going to be there. Yep. And you they can, can still... go back to them whenever you want. And they can, you can, they can still, in interesting ways, like Thrawn, pull them into canon. Yeah. Still winning on Marjorie. <sighs> Good luck with that. Um, <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so those are the characters we know. Now, the new characters, like Amelia Clark's Kira, is, uh, again, she was on Corellia. She was part of the, what do they call them, Scumrats? Yeah, Scumrats. And, uh, my, my whole thing about Corellia, like... I guess I guess it's still like expanding universe Corellia that I'm thinking of. I never thought of Corellia being like a like a dirty planet. Yeah, I think the name kind of feels like it would be a clean, rich planet. Yeah, um, and I didn't and I didn't think that it would was like a shipyard. Um, there was a there was a there was a planet in the expanding universe that was a whole shipyard mm-hmm. that like the X wings came from, but now I can't I can't think of yeah what it is. I know, it's an uh, Incom X, X wing. Um, I liked what they did with the with the crawl because Rogue One didn't have one; you just jumped yeah. into it, and this had more of a you know plot device thing. It's just paragraphs on the screen, uh, one at a time, just explaining to you what the crime syndicates are, um, and kind of what we're doing here. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, I liked it. So yeah, there's these crime syndicates um, that we're dealing with. Uh, Crimson Dawn being the main one. Um, what a name when you know mm-hmm. at the end, uh, Crimson Dawn, which the, the figurehead we see for that is Dryden Voss played by Paul Bettany, which is fun to see uh, vision as a bad guy. Um, I'm glad to see him working again and not just a voice. Yeah. Uh, I, I liked, I liked his, his, his whole look. Yeah. When yeah. he, whenever he got mad too. Right. And then when he died, spoilers, uh, when he died, he like got real pale. Yeah. Um, I wonder what that's about. But, uh, yes. Um, Kira, I liked Kira a lot. There's clearly more they can do with Kira. Uh, another character that they introduced makes you really not trust her throughout the whole movie, and that's Beckett, Tobias Beckett, played by Woody Harrelson. And to me, Woody Harrelson in the Star Wars universe was that missing thing from Star Wars that you never knew was missing until you saw it. Like He was great. Yeah. I thought he was great. He was good. 
I mean, it's it's a one off spoilers one off char- one off character. So if if we don't ever see him again, it's fine. Uh, right, and you're not gonna. Um, I don't think. And it what what is cool is you get to see him. You get to see Han shoot first. For the yeah. very, for the very first time, <laughs> and I, did, he, I did not think of it like that. And uh, and and with good reason. Um, Beckett made him the man he is. Uh, that we see in A New Hope, where he trusts no one. Um, where even and then Kira has a big part to play in that too. Yeah. Uh, cause oh, she, yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, he meets. Uh, so, so Han and Kira get separated when they're trying to leave Corellia. Um, and in order to get back as fast as he can, he needs to learn how to be a pilot. And the best way to do that without getting arrested is to join the Imperial Navy as a flight cadet. Um, three years pass, and he's <laughs> he's pretty much an infantry guy uh, fighting on a planet uh, which I didn't know they named, but it's called Mimban. Um, oh, they oh, it's a it's an after they they didn't name. I know they didn't name it in the movie, right? Um, but that's where he sees a bunch of soldiers that were or criminals posing as soldiers led by Tobias Beckett. And that's where, uh, also Thandie Newton's character is, um, and a, uh, CGI alien guy, um, who was cool. I like that alien guy. Yeah. Very funny. Um, but he's the pilot for this crew. Um, he tries to, to blackmail Beckett into letting him come with him, but. Oh, that was, that was John Favreau. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, makes sense. Sorry. Um, but uh, Beckett calls him on it, and the, they get he gets thrown into jail for desertion, and that's when he meets the Beast, aka Chewbacca. Um, and then they 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 escape the the cell together, and they all head off. Uh, he is able to talk Beckett into joining the team, and they all head off to go do this job, uh, for Crimson Dawn, which is to steal a bunch of coaxium, which is hyperfuel. Um, and that's the job and that's kind of where we start our adventure and, um, things get real crazy. People die fast. Uh, um, so well, I don't know. And it, this is what leads to the Kessel run too. Cause they need to get this unrefined coaxium. And the only place to do it is the mines of Kessel. Um, and yeah, a great scene with Chewbacca and Han saying he rounds down <laughs> when he talks about 12 parsecs. It's like, that's why you round down, buddy. <laughs> I thought that was great. Or if they were going to make a joke being like, oh, yeah, I know Parsec's not a not a, a measurement of time and everything. Oh, I didn't need that. I really, I, I think I would have hated if they did that. <laughs> uh, but, it, I mean, it would have been it would have been nice to see, like, okay, like, oh, now this is the point where it's now at 12 Parsecs. Oh, yeah, I didn't but, need, uh, yeah, I didn't, I, it would have been fun if the, the Kessel Run was like a race or something like that, but... I was fine with what it was, and when Han... I think Han bragging about it is what it needed to be. Like, nobody knew about it until Han says something. Right, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, made in 12 parsecs. Right, he's, so he's the one that starts, starts his own rumor, <laughs> which is yeah. which is fantastic. And, and it's a lie, and Chewbacca calls him out, and he's like, yeah, that's why you round down, buddy. <laughs> I, I thought that was fun, but... Um, so the Kessel Run I thought was a cool scene. Um, uh... The, I skipped over the meaning of Lando at a game of Sabacc. Um, I, I knew Lando was a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that I one, li- the, the line when he says he won the Falcon off of him fair and square, you knew something was kind of not, yeah. you know, there's some subtext there between those two. Um, and then you also meet Lando's co-pilot, L337. Uh, Leet? <laughs> <laughs> right. 
uh, who's very much for being a free droid and making her own decisions and uh, being part of the decision making and not serving under Lando. Uh, also, Lando being in love. <laughs> Lando being in love with her um, was another cool moment when she's talking to Kira. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, she's she gets destroyed. Uh, sort of. She's actually a part of the Falcon that we know. Um, all yeah. of all of the maps that she had in her brain are actually part. L three is part of the guidance or the navigation system of the Falcon. Yeah. I kind of want to go back now and look like in the in the cockpit of the Falcon for that piece of her. Oh, the the thing that they put in behind yeah. behind where Chewbacca sits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could. I'm sure. You know, I'd imagine it's there. But you get to see why, um, in this movie, the Falcon has the escape pod and why it doesn't anymore. Uh, yeah. Uh, all kinds of crazy stuff that happens. Like the second Han gets behind the wheel of that thing, it, it becomes the dirty Falcon that you know and love, and not this clean, pristine ship that Lando, uh, put installed a mini bar in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um. So. Uh, yeah, so basically we get to the end here. Um, there's this whole character in Fis, um, um uh, It's... It, uh, let me say it. Infus Nest. Infus Nest, yeah. Uh, which I thought was a group of people, but it turns out it's just the main character. Yeah, which I thought I thought this Infus Nest had something to do like with like Expanded Universe. Sure. I thought it was like an old character, but it turns out it's not. Nah, just a fresh one, yeah. Um, yeah, which I'm fine with. I'm yeah. fine with them creating new characters. Which also links them to the war. They're the link to the war because they're planning to steal this loot to uh, fuel this new rebellion um, mm-hmm. that's just, just getting started. And you learn that Han Solo is part of the reason why the rebellion can start um, without him giving them the... the uh, uh, what you call it? The uh, coaxium. The coaxium. Yeah, without him doing that, you, you know, the rebellion might not have been able to start. Um, second movie now in the Star Wars universe where they talk about fuel. Yeah, yeah. Which they've never Whereas, done. They've never done that before ever. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it makes sense that they talk about fuel, but it's like now it's like they're beating over our heads with it. Yeah. Like these I, ships run on fuel. We swear. I'm doubting we'll hear much more of it anymore. I don't know. But um, in the the final battle, when uh, Dryden Voss dies, Kira makes a phone call to who they answer to, or who Dryden was answering to, uh, basically the leader of Crimson, and uh, we learn that <laughs> it's Darth Maul with his cyborg legs and very much the lightsaber he has on Rebels when he faces off with Obi-Wan. Yep. As uh, soon as I saw those legs, I'm like, oh, it's Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah, you see the legs before you see anything. You hear his voice, but it's kind of an older, quakier voice, and mm-hmm. uh, you can't quite make out the voice yet. But he's voiced by Sam Witwer this time around, not the guy from uh, uh, Flight of the Concords. Or um, uh, Strong of the Dead, I should say, not uh, Flight of the yeah, Concords. Yeah, Space 2. Yeah, Space, Tim. yep. Uh, Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where he does a lot of Phantom Menace jokes. Um yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Ray Park repri- reprises uh, stand-in role as Darth Maul. Sam Witwer, um, you might recognize him as Doomsday on Smallville. Uh, or but as he- the secret apprentice from the Force Unleashed. Yep, he was in Battlestar Galactica, being human. He's a all-around cool actor, cool guy. He's a big D&D fan. Uh, he's a big geek, so I'm glad to see he's kind of now in Star Wars proper. Did I didn't see this the... The fault of only seeing it once. Did how many? Did you know how many lines uh, 
Maul had in this one compared to uh, Phantom Menace? <laughs> I don't know. He had like maybe th- th- like a paragraph. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of lines. He was very underutilized, but was probably one of the cooler parts of the the prequels. Yeah, he's he definitely was the reason why I have a double bladed lightsaber in my room. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so uh, his inclusion into the movie and the final scene is uh, Han winning the Falcon from Lando and flying off to go to Tatooine, where somebody's putting together a big crew for a heist. Yeah. Wink, wink. Um, uh, Alden has signed on for three movies, so we could get a solo trilogy, or he could pop up in other movies like the Boba Fett movie, um, or, you know, whatever, Obi-Wan, probably not Obi-Wan because they, they, they can't meet until New Hope. Um, that's kind of what, there's certain rules right now with the prequels, unless there's a a memory eraser that, that they can't really break. Um... So, uh, Kira leaves to go meet with Maul, saying they have a lot of work to do together. Um, Maul in Rebels and Clone Wars. This is between Clone Wars and Rebels, this movie. Uh, by the time you get to Rebels, you find out he's kind of just this washed up loner uh, with just revenge on Obi-Wan on his mind, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the Clone Wars, he's kind of starting this this shadow syndicate um, where it's all these these criminals... He's trying to get them all together as one to face off against both the Rebellion and the Empire. Or, well, at that time, it's the Trade uh, Federation and uh, the Republic. Uh, But that gets destroyed and squashed um, by the time you get to Rebels. So, there's quite a few things you could do here. Um, He could, Darth Maul could play a role in the Boba Fett movie or the Obi-Wan movie. Um, Or it could just be continuing with with the Solo stuff. Well, I don't... I don't think Darth Maul is going to have anything to do with the Obi-Wan movie because of Rebels. If they didn't do anything in Rebels, it would have it would have given them the opportunity to do that in the Obi-Wan movie. Maybe, or we could just finally see that live action fight. <laughs> just I the guess, same, but the same stuff, yeah. Short. Right, right. But yeah, the Obi-Wan stuff's pretty much cuz that leads right into a new hope. Um that that's for for Obi-Wan, I should say. Yeah. Um. That's when he realizes that the war has come to him now. Um. But yeah, so I I could see him just kind of being maybe in the major antagonist for the next solo movie. Um. Maybe not so much fighting with Solo, but behind the scenes. Right. I don't think. I think it would be weird if Solo has any interaction with anybody with a lightsaber. Until I, a new hope. Yeah, I don't think he'll ever. Yeah, I don't think he'll ever. See a see a lightsaber until a new hope. Right, because he's you know it felt like that's the, his first experience seeing it. Like he's maybe heard of it, um, but this is his expert first experience you know dealing with it in person. Yeah, because I think I think definitely what I definitely want to say that he he is the right age to be around during the Clone Wars, so he knows of the Jedi. Sure, he just doesn't. And it, but since they've well, gone no, away, he, he doesn't believe in them as right, much. Right, right. He refers to it as a hokey, uh, made-up religion or something like that. Yeah. So, um, oh, what were was a stormtrooper and an alien in Force Awakens and Rogue One? <laughs> I, oh. didn't, I didn't know that. He was also Orm in Thorn of the Atlantis. Throne what of about Atl- Atlantis? Throne of Atlantis. He was Orm, Ocean Master. Oh, yes, yes, he was. He did an episode of Angel. I remember that. <laughs> this guy was all over the map. He's, he's awesome. 
Um, be a good guy to interview. I would in a heartbeat. I'm a big fan. Yeah, and work. I I see that work Davis. Yep. Briefly uh, there's reprises two, his role from Phantom Menace. Yeah, two characters reprise their roles from the original movie. So Warwick Davis plays, um, uh, Weasel. Uh, Weasel, yeah, from Phantom Menace, and Kieran Shaw is Karj. Um, uh, that character I had to look up, and I'm gonna do it again because I already forgot. Um, remember when I saw him, I recognized him. Come on, load faster, Wikipedia. He's the guy that oh. bites his nails. Okay. Uh, when he gets angry during the fight, he's also, um, he was, what? That doesn't make sense. Wikipedia. I don't know, but Anthony, Anthony Daniels was the, uh, yeah. Was and, the, the, the slave, the slave, uh, Wookie? Tack, yeah. Which they didn't have a name for. That oh, whole scene oh, was clip. like, oh, I'm, like from the trailer, it's like, oh, that, that's made out to be like, oh, that could be, um. Like Chewbacca's like mate or something. That's what I thought. Yeah, it, definitely it, not. <laughs> it could have been for like a second, and I'm like, nah. I think it's just a, it's just you know. Mutual, yeah, it's just another Wookie that mutual bonding there. Yeah. Uh, Clint Howard, I thought for whatever reason was reprising a role, but he's not. He just looked like he could have been in a Star Wars movie in the back in the day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was just there. There was no other reprisal. That like, Kieran Shaw was just that guy that bit his fingers. Yeah. Uh, Kasdan. Kasdan and Toby Heffer- Hefferman, who was the first assistant director, pl- portrayed Tag and Bank, um, even though I don't remember seeing them at all. They, they were not there. They're in a deleted scene, I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah. Because that, w- that would have been awesome. Yep. Tag and Bank. Google them, guys. They're fun characters. Kind of like the Guildenstern and Rosencrantz of the Star Wars universe. Uh, if there is such a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a deep cut for anybody. Um, so, I guess, you know, I... I'm I'm very I was very happy with this movie. Uh, I had a lot of fun with all of the heists and all of the, the the subtle jokes. It wasn't you know you know everybody's complained about these Disney movies is that they're all jokey and corny and hokey. That didn't feel that way with this. It was it was dramatic and action and when it needed to be funny it was funny. Um, they didn't f- none of the jokes really felt forced. No. Um, the, the, sh- the shower scene, I've seen that get ripped apart by fans. It's a joke, guys. I, that was hilarious. Right. Like, wh- oh, they're gay? Like, no, it has nothing to do no, with it's that. it's funny. It's just Chewbacca wanting to take a shower and not wanting to wait. That's all it is. Relax. So, yeah, for me, man, this, this cracked my top three of 2018 movies. It's, uh, Quiet Place, Infinity War, and this one. Not in no specific order. Um. Uh, those are my three top movies for this year. Uh, what what do you, what about what where do you rank it or what, like what grade do you give it or what however you want to talk about it? Um, <coughs> and seeing I've seen Infinity War twice, and that's the only movie of 2018 I've really seen. No, I've seen Black 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 Panther twice now, so so it's hard to like really judge because. I want to go see Deadpool again, and I want to go see Solo again. So I think right now Infinity War is at the top, then Black Panther, and then third spot is just, it's open. It might be Solo, it might be Deadpool. Um, I'm going to guess one of those three movies for me is going to get knocked out by Jurassic World. Um, yeah, I can't wait for that. And I have a, I have a feeling Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be a surprise hit. Um, I can't wait for that one either. <laughs> I say surprise hit. I just mean it's going to be better than people are saying, are expecting. 
Uh, they think it's just going to be, you know, kind of a, a gloss over Marvel film to get you to Infinity War 2 or whatever they're calling it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, Ready Player One was good, in my opinion. I liked that a lot, but it wasn't uh, great. Um, I, but I enjoyed it. I watched it twice. So um, I, mean, I, I have I have yet to see Ready Player One, and I know that comes out soon on home video and everything. Yeah. I mean, I've seen I've seen a lot of movies this year because of the movie pass. So mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to keep track sometimes of you know where it is i mean game night even game night <laughs> was good and that was a funny movie and i don't see comedies in theaters anymore because why, why would it pay to see it um right uh but yeah I, you know i had a lot of fun with solo i i really enjoyed it like i said it felt like a new adventure uh with some old friends like it was really it made me smile um which you know movies are dark and gritty and uh it, it doesn't happen often anymore where a movie you have fun at a movie Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was this was fun. I could just sit back and relax, and the crowd enjoyed it too. They got it, both times I saw it. There was applause at the end. Uh, the one th- the the time I saw it, there was an applause, a applause by one person at the end. <laughs> sure. When he finally got the Falcon. Okay. And that yeah. was it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Someone applauded, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm a screener, which isn't. I went to a press screener, which isn't technically like diehard fans. It's just anybody who shows up gets in for free, you know? Uh, so when they applauded, I thought, oh, all right, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and then I went with, of course, Die Hards because it was opening night and they all applauded. So it was to be expected, you know? Um, Deadpool didn't get applause. Just saying. No, Deadpool got the laughs. <laughs> yeah. Deadpool got the laughs. Uh, Solo got the applause. Right. I didn't know there was a Slender Man movie coming out again. Yeah. It could. <laughs> August twenty fourth, you know, right. I don't know if that I don't know if that deals with the stuff that happened here. No, it's actually it looks like it's actually Slender Man. It's like a horror movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking at it. Watch that watch that uh documentary on HBO. I caught that one already. That's chilly. Yeah, I was waiting for that to come out when they announced it. I wanted to see that. Um I'm looking at movies that are coming out. I mean episode nine, of course. Mm -hmm. well i mean that that's next year right but like this year i think what's left is ant-man and the wasp and jurassic (laughs) world for me uh i'll see venom i'm not excited for it at all oh yeah i forgot about venom yeah i'll see it Uh, fantastic beasts 2 yeah Uh, incredibles 2 wreck it ralph 2 yep definitely have to see incredibles 2 uh creed 2 i'll probably see uh the spider-man cartoon Oh yeah, into the Spider Verse. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and then the same day, uh, a week after that, Aquaman, which I'm actually excited. Oh for. yeah. Yeah. God, I keep on forgetting that Aquaman's this year, <laughs> only oh. because they haven't released anything. Same same day as Aquaman, uh, Bumblebee the movie with John Cena. Uh, I mean, can you really see it? Nope. Oh. And I won't even try. <laughs> no, I'll 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 find ways to watch it. I'll move, <laughs> I'll movie pass it. There you go. That, That's that way. I know I don't really i'm not really paying for it in a way uh yeah you're right you're right okay so what did you guys think did you guys enjoy it as much as uh, a lot of my friends i've loved it uh i have of, of all my friends that have seen it uh not one has said they didn't like it so um let us know hit us up at atomic geekdom let us know what you thought uh, if you want to talk to to kyle uh uh, individually i guess outside of the, the the geekdom you're on twitter yep you can follow me at kyle krause 89 and anything else you want to promote uh 
listen to back episodes of Legends TV Talk while you watch Legends of Tomorrow on Netflix. There you go. And laugh at me doing my Mick impersonation. Interesting. Um, we are at Atomic Geekdom on all of the things, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all of that good stuff. Like, follow, subscribe, leave a review to us, for us on uh, Apple Podcasts and iTunes and uh, just helps us out. If you enjoyed what you heard at all, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, we'll be back next week. I have no idea what we're talking about, but we'll be back. It's time in the week to figure that out. Like a few, Indeed. A few days at least. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, let us know what you thought of Solo. Uh, let us know what you what Star Wars character you'd like to see get their own movie, or if you'd rather just see brand new material. Uh, new characters, new stories, all that stuff. Because uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that want to do that instead. So, let us know. <clears throat> Alright, that's our show this week. Kyle, thanks for joining me. Yeah, no problem. And like I said, we'll be back next week. Everybody be good to each other. Say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>